from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. figure skinning fans and welcome to another week of the ice queens hello tori how are you doing out there oh i'm doing so good although i am longing for the days when we were watching the nhk trophy believe you me we we only have two more weeks we just gotta hold on yeah this one was not quite as good as last week's no i but and not as and half the fans if even that oh my god yeah it was terrible must be japan must be the up and coming uh place for ice ice skating these days because they they love their ice skaters but in france they're still mourning the loss of you know philippe candeloro and (laughs) they really don't have any stars in france right or win any medals (laughs) <laughs> so it was a rough day for me at the salt mines today. So I've already downed one glass of wine. I'm on my second. So it's going to be a really good podcast tonight, figure skating fans. All right. Yeah, you ready to go, Tori? We're oh, fired. so ready. We are fired up. All right. So we are going to start with the dance competition. Uh, your your favorites, Virtue and Moyer, won the competition, Tori. Congratulations. Yeah, too bad they didn't show it on NBC. So I didn't get to see how they did. Way to go, NBC. <laughs> they won, They got the gold. No surprise there. And then uh, the silver went to a Russian pair that with unpronounceable names. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. What, what else is new? I don't even know what their names are. And we probably don't like them. And then the bronze went to the French, Pechelet and Borzat. So you think that maybe they would have a few fans there. Well, maybe they did have fans at the ice dancing, but we don't know because they won't telecast it. I don't know what is going on on NBC, why they think that nobody cares about anything but ladies and women's figure skating. But for some, I mean, they just refuse to show it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Ice Queens have a new fan, um, and we are begging for him to come and save us from the NBC broadcast so we can actually watch figure skating on broadcast television again. But, um, Doug, if you're out there, we're talking to you. <laughs> yes, we would love if ABC came back and did the... Um, televising so we could have our favorite guy of all time, Dick Button. Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm scared for Dick. I'm wondering what's happening to him because he's had a low profile. So I hope he's- I know. I hope that he's going to do some kind of coverage at the Olympics. Maybe not go to Sochi, but, you know, back at the NBC lair and just doing some commentating and giving us, you know, what's going on over there in Sochi. Yeah, he, the, figure, the sport of figure skating is uh, greatly missing him, so hopefully he'll make an appearance at some point. Although I do have to say that I like the coverage with Tara and Johnny and Terry so much better than Scott, Tom, and Sandra. Yeah, it's like I agree. let's let's just move them on in and send them to Sochi and let them do the entire Olympics. Yeah, because they know how to keep it real. Even Johnny, <laughs> which <laughs> yeah, is really saying something. Yep. I think they're way better. So the pairs competition, a big shocker here, Tori. I know. We actually won a medal. Uh, that's the first one on the Grand Prix for the United States. Denny and Coughlin got the bronze, so way to go. And, um, of course, they won't qualify for the Grand Prix because I think they got fourth in their other competition. But, hey, at least they got a medal and had a decent showing. Yeah, they had to be very happy with that. Did you watch it on YouTube? No, I haven't. I should go out there and try and watch that coverage. Do you think that they would at least show that on, yeah, say, hey, a, we got a medal? It. Yeah, I didn't watch it either. How's, how's that for dedication figure skating fans? <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> and then the gold went to Pang and Tong. They're still around, chugging along. Um, they should be making the Grand Prix final, and I'm sure they'll also be at the Olympics. And then the Canadians, Duhamel and Radford, got the silver. 
And that's all that we know about what happened with pears and ice dancing. Yeah, who knows? Well, I guess we'll just be surprised when they show up at nationals then. So the, <laughs> the men's competition, this is, uh, yeah, I don't know quite what to <laughs> say about this because um, I think I've expressed my opinions about Patrick Chan pretty clearly in the past. He won the competition by 32 points. However, I have to give him props because he's, this is the first time I've ever seen him win something where he didn't fall down. Well, no, the first competition that he did on the Grand Prix, he also skated cleanly. But at this one, he actually, I thought he skated better than at Skate Canada. I thought he was pretty impressive. You know, he is not our favorite skater. And it doesn't have to really do with his skating skills because obviously he's a good skater. And um, I think it has to do more with his personality and his douchiness. Yeah, he was super douche after this one. <laughs> it was like so, king you of know, the douches. We do agree that he is a good skater. And he seems... S- far above everybody right now. I don't know if that's just me. Seems but... far above everybody. He's like 32 points above Hanyu, yeah. who is in second place. Right. And and I actually think that he should have quite a bit higher score than everybody else at this competition because he seems way fast. He's powerful. He hit his quads. It was a really clean skate. And he has a difficult program. It's just that I don't I'm not crazy about his personality. I definitely think he is the front runner for the Olympics. I don't know how he's going to be beat, um, you know, unless Daisuke is really on that day because he's not quite as consistent as Patrick Chan. But um, I can't say that he's growing on me, though. No, me either. And I'm just my thought is I wonder what he's really going to do at the Olympics because, you know, he could have he could be so far above everybody else and have a total meltdown. I mean, he could completely pull uh, Michelle Kwan. I could see. I mean, that, that would be really awesome and be great television cover. You know, coverage, but uh, it probably isn't going to happen. No. And I would rather see him win than Yevgeny. Yeah. Oh, no, no question. <laughs> so yeah. he is not in the Yevgeny stratosphere yet of dislike. No. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody will ever yeah. be there. No, that orbit is pretty far away <laughs> from the But I stage. do have to give it to Patrick that he is pushing himself and he has a lot of technical difficulty and he is a strong, he's a good skater. And when he skates cl- clean, it's really nice to see <laughs> Yeah, and I did respect the fact, I mean, he's ahead by 30-something points, and he didn't, he still did his quads. I mean, he didn't didn't just turn everything into triples just to, like... Right, he definitely didn't water down the content in his program. He's pushing, he's pushing the sport forward, so that's good. Oh, I wanted to mention something. We didn't bring this up in our last podcast, but, and you didn't watch NBC this time, but they have this new thing, the score tracker. Oh, no. Did you, did you... Did you have you watched the NBC? No, podcast? unfortunately, um, we were not able to receive the NBC broadcast on Sunday due to okay. Well, they did it at they did it at the last competition too. So they have this box up in the corner of the screen, and it keeps track of the technical score. So apparently, like as soon as at least three judges have entered their score in on that element, it goes up there. So. Um, I like it, but it's distracting because I'm watching the little score tracker and like they do a jump and it's like, oh, what are they going to get? I'm waiting for them to enter the result in and see if, you know, and then it keeps track. And so their score goes up and up and up. But it is a little distracting. Although how cool would it be if there was actually a score tracker in at the competition out there and the skater could see? 
Oh, yeah. As they're doing they... their elements, and then they could go, oh, no, I only got three points on that jump or whatever. I'm in big trouble. Well, that's true. I could see somebody doing that. You know, there are a lot of scares. <laughs> like, sit there and go, oh, I better throw some crap in at the end here to get some extra points. Exactly. But actually, so, they had that on the Ice Network. We, I watched some of the performances on the Ice Network, and they had that up there. But I, then I was confused because I'm like, she's bowing and she's getting the extra points. She just skated off the ice and she got more points. What's going on with the point tracker? Well, it's because there's a delay. Yeah. You know, because they have to, at least on the NBC telecast, at least three judges have to have entered their score in for that element. And then it pops up there. So it could take a little bit. Because, yeah, they're on to the next thing. And it's like, when are they going to get their points for their jump? And now they're on the footwork. So it gets a little distracting, but it was... It was kind of cool. Well, it is good. I think it's they're trying to keep, you know, fans who are look, used to watching scoreboards rack up points like in basketball games or whatever. It kind of right. keeps the fans interested. They're trying to help them maybe understand it better that why people are winning and not winning or they're not going to be surprised when the score comes up and it's bad when they thought that they did a whole bunch of good stuff in it, but they really didn't. Right. And then so, so Jason Brown finished third. He was skating on pure Ice Queen's Magic. I know. He looked really good. Better than his uh, first Grand Prix. He won the bronze medal here. Way to go, Jason. First Grand Prix medal. He doesn't have a quad, but he skated cleanly. And, um, you know, he's got the artistry, the personality. I think he has a nice program. I still hate his outfit. Oh, yeah, it's terrible. It's it's horrible. And then he is um, his music is that Irish dance. Step yeah, dancing, well, whatever. I'm like, I'm not crazy about he's that. He's supposed to be, you know, feet of flame or whatever with his big shiny <laughs> um, sequined outfit. But, uh, oh, it's not good. But Jason was really good, really fun to watch. I don't know. He just has that natural charisma on the ice. I can see why he's a fan favorite. Right. And especially in France, the uh, audience was going crazy for him. Well, because he's sensitive ponytail man. And so he was practically crying because he was so happy about um, how well he did and um, the outpouring from the crowd. He has tons of potential. I don't know that he'll make the Olympic team for 2014 because we are only sending two skaters. But definitely, um, you know, he could get in there but definitely i think he's a future skater for the united states oh yeah for 2018 for sure mm -hmm. so yeah. way to go jason yeah way Good. to go and i know that you know the fact that we, you got your picture taken with me was one of the things that has <laughs> propelled you to really um, to greatness to, yeah to greatness this season <laughs> so that was you know when did we get our picture taken 2012 san san jose yeah um yeah so he's been really starting to shine since that photo was taken um, you can find that on our website, by the way, figure skating fans, if you want to see <laughs> me and Jason Brown together. Um, so we also had our good friend Michal finish fifth. Who cares? Didn't He wasn't even shown on TV. What about Florent Omodio? I believe he got last place, also not shown. <laughs> he, got, he got seventh <laughs> out of eighth. Let's give him some credit. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, Florent. Yeah. <laughs> and then Hanyu, of course, was in his hideous Johnny Weir outfit. I mean, seriously, I know Johnny said that that's a new outfit and he helped him create it, but I really think that they just went to Johnny's closet and pulled out one of his outfits. Oh, I think you're exactly right. And then they put some Christmas sequins on it. I know. I'm like, it looks like he's added some gemstones to his outfit. Um, so he, yeah, he got the silver here. He had a fall. He definitely started off rough. He like singled his first jump, fell on the quad. But then after that, he kind of settled down and got into the program and ended strong. Although, you know, he's pretty flimsy. Uh, 
And it seems like he's um, skating on the edge all the time. I'm just waiting for him to like fall over at any time because he's kind of out of control. Yeah, I I really didn't care about watching him. I just, <laughs> I don't like him. It's like you're I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like yeah. your outfit. I don't like your music. I don't like the whole thing. Well, I think he's skating to Romeo and Juliet, isn't he? Who isn't? Yeah. Skating? Well, okay. So yeah, good segue to the ladies' competition. So Ashley Wang at Wagner won the competition. She did a good job. She skated well. I cannot stand her Romeo and Juliet music. Can't I hate the music. I don't know. It's boring. I mean, you know, it's a nice put together program and she has the choreography and she's trying to up the technical content. But I don't love the program and it doesn't draw me in. So I don't know if that's the music or if it just isn't suiting her or it's her, but... I'm not oh, loving it. It's a terrible choice for her Olympic year. I don't understand it at all. The music is so heavy. It's like a funeral dirge, and she's trying to skate to it, and it's so dramatic, and that's not really her personality. I mean, there's just something really off with that program. Yeah, I'm not loving it either. And then it, she tried to do a triple-triple combo. Well, she did do it, but she two-footed the landings, yeah. and it's like, oh, God, you got to stop doing that. Although I'll give her credit for you know, doing the triple-triple combo in the competition and doing it in every competition this year because she does need to get it down for the Olympics, Nationals, Worlds, whatever. But I don't, you know, if if you're having, if you're nervous and that's why you're two-footing it here at Eric Bompard, what's it going to be like at the Olympics? Well, Well, she would say she's got four more months to train, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, it seems like that would be a hard habit to break. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. I'm like, you're going to have to get it clean because you're not going to be able to go in top five if you don't. Right. Um, you know, she had a, overall, it was a good skate. Few. She has. She had quite a few little mistakes, but nothing huge. She had a five or six point lead going into the long program and she got the gold medal. So congratulations. And she got the silver at her last competition. So I believe she does qualify for the Grand Prix final. So that, you know, is an accomplishment and hopefully she will do well at that competition. Have you seen her short program, Tori? Um, I have. It's, it's sweet. Two Pink Floyd music. Yes. Yeah. So it is. It, it's almost re- oddly reminiscent of Tanya Harding <laughs> in terms of the costuming and the music. But it's a it's a pretty polished program. But it's also, I think, a really strange choice of music for the Olympic year. Yeah, it is kind of strange. She is a very polished skater. You know, she looks good. She's the she's very packaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Still not on board with this Romeo and Juliet. Well, I'm not on board with Romeo and Juliet being chosen for pretty much anybody because it's so overused. Yeah, it's almost like Carmen. The piece that she's actually skating to is probably maybe not the best one that she could have chosen if she wanted to do Romeo and Juliet. I agree 100%. And then we have Adelina Sotnikova of Russia who finished second. I do not know what the hell is going on with that woman's spins. I've never seen spins like that before in my life. (laughs) Did you see those crazy things? She's like spinning sideways or something. And then I don't know what's going on. I've never seen those spins before. She ended up second here. Her and Anna were virtually tied for second. There was like less than a half point in between these two. I did think that her skating is stronger than Anna's. Um, You know, she had the nice jumps. It was a it was a good skate. She hit everything. But also another piece of music that I was not crazy about. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I wasn't even paying attention to the music. I was just going, what the hell is she doing with those spins? I don't get it. Yeah, she had some 
you know, different positions in her spins. And maybe that's getting her the level fours. And that's why she's doing that, even though it might not be the most aesthetically pleasing. Yes. Although I did notice that um, I think she got her lip situation fixed. So must be an Ice Queen fan and listen to the last podcast. I watched it on high def on my computer. Uh Oh, still there. You might want to rethink. Okay, well, maybe NBC was, you know, being kind. <laughs> so um, Anna, the shell girl, she bored the crap out of me again. I could barely watch her performance. So the same, same boring stuff, same one, one gloved, ridiculous outfit craziness. Right. So she has on her tacky little mermaid outfit and, you know, her, she hit her jumps. It was a clean skate, boring me, hideous music. But then when she got into the kiss and cry and her scores came up, She looked so pissed because she realized that she got third place. And I thought, okay, now I like her a little better because (laughs) she she looked very angry. And it's like, this is not Ariel, the little mermaid. This is the mermaid that's going to cut a bitch with her shell. (laughs) She had the Russian fire. Oh, yeah. It's like, whoa. And she wasn't hiding it. I mean, she was staring daggers. It's like, are you kidding me? I didn't get the, you know, I just lost to Adelina. So it's like, okay, this girl might have a little bit of spunk. Oh, yeah. Well, maybe we'll we'll see what happens if they make the both make the Grand Prix final. I don't know if they will. But uh, yeah, I, I think Adelina might be because she got second in both of them. You know, and Anna's young. She's 15. So hopefully with maturity, she's going to get some artistry and better music and outfits. But she is Russian. So the better outfits might never come. Exactly. That may be a hope that will die. Oh, and then there was one other thing I was going to say. Tara was talking about how these girls are trying to put, you know, their difficult triple-triple combinations into their programs. And I don't know how Tara is not laughing her head off when she says this, because it's like, what? She was doing triple-triple jumps back in 98 when she was 14. Why Why in the hell has there been no progress in upping the technical difficulty of these jumps? Exactly. Why aren't all these little 14-year-olds doing triple axles? What the hell? Well, yeah, the triple axles, but even the triple-triple combinations, although I think that, you know, with all these young Russians that are coming up, most of them are doing triple-triple jumps. So hopefully that's going to push the sport forward with the technical difficulty on the women's side and forcing everybody else to do triple-triple jumps. Because right right now or in the past, they really haven't had to. It's like, let's just clean skate and we'll just do a triple double. But now all these little Russians are coming up with their triple triple jumps. And hopefully it's going to push every all the other competitors to do the same thing. Otherwise, don't show up to the competition because you don't have the technical content. Exactly. Speaking of, um, well, Samantha Cesario of the U.S., she's a beautiful figure on the ice, but she finished fourth. She did okay. Yeah, I haven't, I don't know that I've even seen her skate before, but she skated to Carmen, you know, a piece of music that's hardly ever used. And Johnny was saying she was the New York version. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) Does that mean that she's like all street and it's and gritty? I don't know. (laughs) She rides the subway. Yeah. So uh, she skated, it was a good clean skate and, you know, she's a little slow at the end. She's got some needs to work on her polish and, you know, maturity and skating skills. But overall, you know, it was a pretty good skate and she got fourth. So did they show Christina Gao? Oh, God, Christina. Yes. So (laughs) she ended up eighth 
and I just can't. <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened. She actually did okay in the short program. I watched the short program, and it wasn't too sad. But the free skate, what the hell happened, girl? Yeah, so I believe that she was in fourth after the short, and she ended up eighth. Uh, not a good skate at all. Uh, she fell, two-footed jumps, popped jumps, and... For me, I don't. She was flailing her arms way, yeah. way. Oh yeah. Much. I can't take the arm flailing. She's already tall and and has the long arms and legs, and it's like stop with the arm flailing. And then she's kind of hunched over when she's skating too. Yeah. So she needs to get it together. Otherwise, it was probably a bad decision for her to not go to Harvard this year and concentrate on her skating to make the Olympic team because the skating that I saw at this competition. I don't see her making the Olympic team. Yeah, it was like, um, beauty school dropout, go back to school. (laughs) (laughs) Get your Harvard degree and uh, go make something of yourself because that's So she's got, what, two months until the Nationals to step it up, and maybe that'll happen, but I don't see her finishing in the top three where she's at right now. Well, it's actually quite scary because, so we've got three U.S. women who've been competing on the Grand Prix circuit that are just really struggling um, Marina Gasu, Christina Gao, and Carolyn Zhang. It's like, what is going on with you guys? Why are you? Even oh, don't still forget skating? Agnes. Oh, well, that, well, I'm still holding out hope for that one. Yeah, she's skating in the upcoming competitions. Hopefully it's going to be better. But yeah, there's these girls. It's like, what is going on here? Yeah. It's like, well, what do we need to bring back Kimmy Meisner and Rachel Flat? Oh, uh, speaking of Rachel Flat, oh, I was no. on <laughs> the ISU uh, website today and all the sectionals are coming up. Oh, and it was listed that Rachel Flat is going to the Pacific Coast sectional, so she is trying to qualify for this year's nationals. I thought that as a former U.S. champion, she got a bye. No, it would. It has to have been the season before. The only way that you would have a bye is if you were um, an Olympic medalist at the last Olympics, or. Um, you know, she had been a medalist at the last nationals or I think in the top five at the last nationals or had a was meddling on the international level, like at the Grand Prix, which did not happen last season. So she has to qualify to get there and she's going to the Pacific Coast sectionals or regionals, whatever it's called, to try and qualify to get to the nationals. It's like, are you kidding me? I, did, I thought she had retired. Well, Tori, where are the sectionals? You might be able to go. I don't know. They're probably in California. Oh, uh, they're not. I know they're not in Portland because oh. I have not seen any. It's this weekend, I want to say. Oh, my gosh. I have not seen any um, advertisement in Portland that it's here. Well, I and have then, to tell you, we need to watch something because our boyfriend, Ryan Bradley, is doing commentary for those. Oh, he is. Yes. Hot off the presses. <laughs> <laughs> and then I believe that Alyssa Sisney is also trying to qualify at the Midwest sectionals. Mm, maybe I can go to those. It's, yeah, I want to say it's in Michigan or Ohio. I can't remember. Is that close by? <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. We'll see. I'll have to map quest that one. So she is also trying to qualify for the nationals. It could be interesting nationals. that They're trying to pull Elaine Zayax and show up after being gone for a little while. Right. Well... Yeah, the video you sent about Alyssa Sisney was really interesting. I felt really bad for her. She's had a rough time, and she seems like she's really, you know, loving to skate and really wants to be out there, but it's just struggled with injuries. Yeah, I'm like, I'm afraid to watch her skate. I know. 
Because it's like, what if her leg pops out again? I know. It's a little scary. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't the know producer if I watch Paris is dangerous to watch. Try watching Sisney for a while. That's rough. Yeah. Her hip just popped out. Now she can't move. Whoopsie. <laughs> so let's talk about our final Grand Prix event before the final Grand Prix I was going to say, don't try and, you know, trick us that it's the final. Oh, God, no. It's just, it's the penultimate, the second to last. We can hardly wait for it to be over. Rostel Com Cup coming up this weekend. Um, what is it? November 22nd, it starts, I believe. Yep, 22nd through the 24th. And uh, on the men's, we've got Brian Joubert. Why, what's that guy, like 40 now? Why is he still skating? And then we have Yevgeny 2.0. We have our boyfriend, Javier Fernandez. We have Richard Maxim's Dornbush. Gonna, Maxim Kotvin. Yeah. And we have Joshua Ferris, who I actually of the U.S., who I really like. And then, yeah. Tori, would you like to share the news, the wonderful news that you have heard this week? There was a little bright piece of news this week um, that Yevgeny will not be at Rostelcom. He was originally, I think, even as of last week, he was show showing as an entrant for Rostelcom competition. But when I went out there yesterday, his name's no longer listed, and it's three different Russian skaters. So, woo, woo, raise the roof. <laughs> All right. We don't have to, you know, pop some Vicodin and drink a bunch of wine before we watch the men's competition. Plus, oh Javier's going to be there burning up the ice. Oh, my God. I'm going to need a bottle of wine for that one. And then, <laughs> oh, but then we do have some bad news on the women's side. Yeah, what's our bad news? Oh, Carolina. See how I <laughs> oh, that didn't take you long oh, to remember. Oh, my God. I thought she retired. Carolina Costner will be there. So, um I think she needs to pretty much win this to make the Grand Prix. Well, if she got silver, she might make the Grand Prix final because she got you know, the bronze at the first competition. So she'll be there. Yay. But our, the little Russian that we do like, that's only 15 or 14 or whatever, Julia, will be there. So uh, I'm excited to see how she does in her second competition. And then for the U.S., we got Mariah. Let's hope she has a better showing uh. than last place or whatever she got last time and Agnes who also stunk it up in the first um Grand Prix that she did so let's hope the U.S. ladies have a little bit better showing and these two really need to if they have any hope and credibility <laughs> for making the Olympic team yeah because otherwise Ashley's gonna win the U.S. Nationals by 30 points just like Patrick Chan win this competition you know it's like come yeah, on she's not that much stronger than uh. Buddy, and well, then we'll see. Well, there is Gracie Gold. I keep forgetting about her because she's, oh, yeah. she's she just is hype strong. at this point. Yeah, and then in the pairs, uh, Sevchenko and Sokolvi will be there, and then the Canadians, Moore Towers and Moscovich, which I don't really like their skating. And then there's some U.S. people there that have no chance to win it. <laughs> well, it's Rockney's going to be there. We've been wanting to see what's going on with Rockney. Yeah, but they won't televise it. Well. And I'm Luckily, sure. I have the I have the fantastic ice network, and I can you know try to watch some of that for you and bring well, you do bring my fine commentary to our fans who have been dying yes. to, under, to hear what's going on. And, and then in the ice and... dancing, what? <laughs> in the ice dancing? Oh, sorry, I fell asleep there for a second. Okay, <laughs> um, ice dance, yes. Um, Chalk and Bates will be there from the for the U.S. and then Bobrova and Solovev, which I do not like. And Weaver and Poget, they're good. Yeah. So, they're, so we should be able to win a medal in ice dancing. 
Well, we'll see. Yeah, Chalk and Bates have been doing pretty well, so we'll see. So we might come out with one medal after this competition. Fantastic. And then the I've been trying to <laughs> watch the Grand Prix final to see if they've been putting police people in there, because surely Patrick Chan's already a lock for the Grand Prix final. Yes. But they haven't so, really been putting the names up yet. And Mao is also, because she won both of hers. Hmm. And Ashley's pretty much a lock, because she has uh, the gold and the silver, 28 points, so... Um, those two are pretty much a lock for the ladies. And then Davis and Wyatt, of course, because they won both their competitions. And Virtue and Moyer, I'm sure. Yes, because they won there. So, yeah. um, but we'll know after this competition. There are a few people in, in this, in all of this comp- next competition that could make the final. So it'll just depend and knock other people out. <laughs> Well, yes, we can only hope. <laughs> we, luckily, we won't have any dark horses showing up at the Grand Prix final like Yevgeny or, you know. Right. Any other people so, we can't stand to watch. I'm still not convinced that he's uh, not coming back this season. I know he's not coming to the Grand Prix, but you can bet he'll be at the Russian Nationals. Oh, yeah. I don't even know when that is. I don't want to know. <laughs> it must be coming up soon, probably December. And then Euros is also before the Olympics. So he has those two competitions that he could be in before going to the Olympics. We'll say two prayers. We'll say one to keep Yevgeny off the ice and one to keep <laughs> Alyssa, Alyssa Sisney on the ice. There you go. Um, so that shout out to uh, our, our fine, our fine skinners who we love so much. All right, Tori. Well, I think that's about wrapping up. I've got to do my spiel. Otherwise, the producer is going to, you know, do something drastic. Uh, we would love to have you visit us on theicequeens.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. Or if you go to Tumblr, or you can find us at theicequeenspodcast.tumblr.com. You can also email us with your fabulous commentary, um, complaints, suggestions, uh, whatever, uh, hard-hitting news. At the Ice Queens at epicdeer.com. That's the Ice Queens at E P I C D E E R.com. Or you can buy our crap. Remember, Christmas time is coming. The goose is getting fat. Buy our crap at cafepress.com slash the Ice Queens. Well, Tori, uh, two more Grand Prix and we're done. So, how do you feel about that? Uh, oh, we're not done. We still got Nationals, Olympics. Don't try and trick Oh, yeah, I guess Calendar for this year. year. Yes, okay, woohoo! That's enough for us. Uh, We'll see you next time. Bye! The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer.